Well, here we are, June 1st, 2023. I can't believe it's June already. Uh, Fork Sports Highway, uh, lots to cover. It's Joker versus Buckets. Lord Stanley's Cup. Uh, Donny, D- Danny Shots and the World of Outlaws in Grand Donny. Forks. Donny. Don- His dad is Danny. Is You're that right? right? Oh, man. Of course, Bill will correct us on stuff like that forever. Um and then Grant Nelson returns uh, to school, but not necessarily to NDSU. Somewhere, somewhere, uh, probably a, a major uh, market team. Uh, and so here I am. And of course, we've got the uh, legend Bill Deutsch over here. Hello, Monty. He survived his uh, trip, to, trip Winnipeg. to Winnipeg. He didn't end up in the fifth precinct and. They didn't. They didn't stop him at the border and find any contraband or anything like that on him. So here oh, he, he is. Smuggled it good. Okay. Yeah. Well, we we, <laughs> we 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 can give back the people back their bail money that we had to raise, you know, just in case. But and then over here we've got the uh, wondrous Raven Carlson. Hi everyone. Hey. So I don't know. We got uh, well, and of course, so we got Dale. Dale or or. or uh, producer and and expert analyst and uh, somewhere along the line, I know uh, Supersonic Steve's going to call in. He's got lots he wants to talk about. And, no Paul tonight. Uh, Paul's going to stay home and take care of the children. I think as long as he's not mean to the children, I think we're all okay. That's one of those things that uh, I don't know. There was this movie called uh, California Sweet way back in the day and Walter Matthau was uh, traveled from New York to California to stay in this hotel and his brother-in-law hooked him up with a prostitute and his wife showed up while he was in this suite and he was hiding this woman in the other room and and he was uh, talking to his wife and they were trying to list what the worst thing a man could do to his wife was and and she was saying that it was this this adultery and and he was like, but but being mean to the children, you know. At least you're not mean to the children. But anyway, it's it, it's 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 a pretty big joke. Uh, so we got an ad to kick off with here, Dale. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Get a little volume. Churchill Shoes has moved. One of the largest SAS dealers in the Upper Midwest is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. So as long as we got that ad out of the way, that right off the top. And then also I want to make sure we let everybody out there know that... Um, We've got uh, movie uh, dinner and a movie passes uh, to win tonight. If you want to uh, give us a call and uh, River Cinema, yeah, River Cinema. Um, all you have to do to win is uh, sometime between now and the end of today's episode, uh, go over to gfbestsource.com and hit the contact us link on the top of the web page and message stating I want those tickets, and we'll randomly choose a winner. Um, well, tonight sometime. Uh, so that's one of our things we've been going on. But uh, dinner and a movie? Where's the dinner at? 
Uh, movie, just movie passes. Oh, just movie just passes. movie passes this time. Okay, well, movie passes to uh, River Cin- River City Cinema, and I see we've got our uh, our uh, favorite uh, uh, sports enthuse uh, Keith Cummings in the uh, house. Uh, so when we have uh, issues and need a clarification on something, there's our guy. What do you that, think? That's right. Yeah, what do you think, Raven? Aren't, aren't we lucky to have him out there? Absolutely. There you go. Keith, that was the first season of races, first weekend of races. Yeah, yeah. We want to hear about the Greenbush race, uh, Raceway and all that going on, and I'm sure he's got uh, maybe some insight or, or, or something to do with uh, – sh- well, I wouldn't doubt he's going to be in Grand Forks to see the World of Outlaws. Uh, Bill, do you have uh, – you going over to that? I don't know. I – I don't have a ticket yet, but that doesn't mean I won't end up going. Well, you usually do end up taking it in, don't you? Yeah, I do. I, I, I mean, kind of have a connection to the shots. Yeah, so. you, yeah, well, I suppose they're Minot family, and, and right. of course, everybody out there, the shots truck stop, and that's where we would all go uh, late night when the bars closed in Minot. <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> So, After the state tournament, right? Oh, yeah. Or the Grand Am, not the Grand Am, the, uh, the state tournament and the Prairie Rose games. When they had those going on, we would always uh, go out to the uh, truck stop late night. Yeah, that's definitely a nice restaurant. Yeah, it looks like Keith won't be in town. Oh, no. Oh. It looks like he's had a good opening weekend, though, so that's always good. Uh, well, that's. that's... Monty, you going to be. Monty Raven going to be there at Outlaws tomorrow? Nope. Uh, I don't think I'll be. I don't up. usually go. Mm hmm. I know it is the most packed always for the when they're in town. They're well, almost sell out. <laughs> but so, yeah, I'll be there. It should, it should be awesome. <laughs> I don't know. For it's different for me though cuz like I like to go. I've been going to the races for a long time. So to sit pack to pack or back to arm to arm with other people, so packed it's just hot. And then you only see one car. Like they're doing time trials. It's kind of like why are you why are you not racing? Like they're it gets to the point where I just don't want to go to the Outlaws anymore because all they do is time trials, and then they got one race at the end. It's not really. I know it depends on sometimes. I know last year, usually they have a support class by one of the local classes. I know last year they had the late models, and I think tomorrow they got the late models being supported also. So the late models will be in action too. But, uh, but yeah, a lot of hot laps. But, they, I mean, they still do the, the heats and, and the feature like the normal. But, yeah, just two classes, I think, tomorrow instead of. I know if you're used to like the usual four or five, that's a bit of a difference. But, uh, um, but I know I am looking forward to it. But yeah, it is it is packed to the gills. Absolutely. Well, I know I saw Dobmeyer on today. Yep. Yeah, I, we should give a quick plug for that on uh, Dirty Thursday on GFBS earlier today. Mark Dobmeyer was a guest. I didn't have a chance to check out the episode, but I think I heard he may have brought in some outlaws uh, folks with him too. I I only saw it for about five minutes, but. Yeah, it was just talking with him. I know. He, he was in studio. I know the last couple of times Outlaws were in town, uh, Wes uh, Irwin, the, their social media blogger and like merchandise guy that travels with the Outlaws, usually comes in and breaks down the sneak peek preview for the weekend's races too. So I'm guessing he was on. I think I, I, John mentioned he was trying to get him on. So, but. Well, John was saying he had some. Surprise yeah. guests. Surprise, yep. So, I, yeah, I want, to, I want to go in and check that out for sure. So, yeah, you can find that on the GFBS archives on social media or podcast apps. So well, there's somebody important there. Well, I, I do know that, you know, it's a bit – anytime you get Donnie Schatz in town, that's a big deal. Uh, what, 10-time champion? 
World Boy, Wildlife I'm not, Champion. I'm not so sure. I think, I think it is. He's going for his 11th this, this, this time around. And, you I know, know he's already won some this year, well, some right, of the races but, but, down south. But he's, he's uh, like 10-time uh, World of Outlaw Champion, and he's going into the North Dakota Sports Hall of Fame this, this summer. Yeah. And um, I heard him interviewed today talking about uh, how he, he'd always walk through the Capitol and saw these uh, these. these uh, portraits of, of all the people that are in the North Dakota Hall of Fame thinking that it would be something really neat if he'd ever get there. And and the fact that they recognize uh, motorsports as a sport uh, because lots of people don't because, it, you know, they're not uh, physically competing with uh, like like a basketball player, football player, baseball player, tennis player, whatever. But but no, definitely motorsports is a sport. I'll, t- I'll take that over uh, – uh, poker anytime bowling <laughs> yeah bowling well, bowling's a sport though uh raven what do you think about that car racing of, i the sport i like car racing car racing anything automotive because they can't cry like basketball players do nowadays Boy, and we, even if they do they get it fixed right away so uh, it doesn't really it, it's different they don't cry about it they just fix it and keep going when, 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 and then when you're talking about uh, these these crying athletes, is there any one particular one you have in mind? Yeah, all of them. <laughs> oh, I was thinking it was a Laker. Oh, <laughs> oh, LeBron, number, number six. Oh yeah, who's no, is okay? Is it LeBron? Okay. I bet Monty's excited to talk about that. <laughs> oh wait, no, that no, that was last week, right? When we did our fun uh, LeBron, sweep? yeah, sweep? the sweep fest. Oh gosh. Well, we had we had quite a few uh, Rumble followers uh, take a peek at that. Yeah, I, I think they like that picture a lot. Yeah, I used Bill's awesome uh, meme of uh-huh. LeBron in the clown outfit there to, for the preview image there. Yep. Yeah, there. that definitely helped. <laughs> no, yeah, it did, it did, and and but no, um, there there is something to be said with these. Uh, you know, the difference is is these race car drivers literally are risking their lives, <laughs> much like a, a a bull rider or you know, and 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 that kind of thing. And versus these guys that are running around in short pants and and if they twist their ankle and act like they've been shot, you know, that's that's a whole another thing and. The, the we, before we went on the air, we were talking about uh, the the durability of today's athletes versus uh, in the past. And you know, Bill, I, I guys, well, Willis Reed, for instance, coming out with the torn muscle in his thigh and playing, or Mickey Mantle, basically playing on on a tore up knee for season after season because they didn't have those surgeries that they have now. The the the, the microscopic or the arthroscopic surgeries where they could just in those days they had to cut your whole leg open and Mm -hmm. and maybe good luck if it worked or not and now today's athletes got all the best medicine all the best training all the best uh travel requirements all the best uh footwear and 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 uniforms and yet they can't play the damn game i don't know what's it about I, I don't know. We, and and we, we did. We brought up, we talked about the term load management. When, when I was a kid, that didn't exist. And when Bill was playing football for University of North Dakota, load management did not exist. That was, you played as hard as you could, as much as you could, as long as you could. And that, that was just the bottom line. These guys today... Rough it out. Well, they're, they're, they're basically, and, and it's, it's a big issue where they're, they're screwing the, va- the fandom 
So I'm a family of, of, of four. So I'm a married guy and his wife, and you take your two kids, and to go to an NBA game and sit in a lower level, it's a $1,000 bill before you bought one hot dog or a pop. For $100 then, each. No, not that bad, but, well, but well, it's getting there. Right. Well, and then you get there, and, and lo and behold, you planned your whole trip around because you wanted to see LeBron James or, or, or whoever it is, and then they're not playing because they needed to take the night off. Well... I, I'll be damned. I'll, I'll take the $17 seats up in the high bleachers then. I'm not going to pay that money to come and, and take the chance that the guy's not there. No, load do? management killed character. I, don't, I can't tell between sportsman and actor anymore. There's no, there's no line. The line is completely bur- blurred because LeBron is not a sportsman. He is an actor. I mean, you see the last 10, 15 years, the art of flopping in the NBA has evolved to such ridiculous levels. So well, what's what's going to happen when uh, Judge doesn't play in Colorado when you're there? Oh, I'll be screaming. <laughs> I'm, 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 I got my fingers crossed because the, the, the game I've, I'm, I'm going to is a, a Sunday game, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm sitting in right center field, fifth row. When's that coming up again, Money? The 16th of July. Oh, there you go. And, and, and I want, well, Judge is on a terror right now, you know. And, and, and now Giancarlo Stanton is coming back. The Yankees don't play today, but he's been released from the, the injured list. So I want Stanton, and I want Judge, and I want the whole lineup playing because you know how the ball flies out of Coors Field. I was just going to say something about that. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it <clears throat> should be. Yeah, I mean it's 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 the ballpark to go see those guys hit the ball in because some offensive scoring. Well, and on top of it, the the Yankees have been one of the hottest teams in baseball over the last several weeks, and the the the, the Colorado Rockies are like last place in that division. They're not a very good team, so I'm looking for like I want to see some fifteen to one. You know, Yankees 20, on top there for their division, or no? They're in third place. Third or, yeah, they're in third place, but they're they're climbing. Well, they got a tough division too. Well, yeah, because yeah. they all got winning records. Yes, and they're in front of the Twins. Well, the Twins, Twins are still on top of the first in the AL Central. If, if the Twins somehow, if the Twins were in that division, they'd be in fourth place. Yeah, and and right now they're only a half a game up on the last place team in the East. Yeah, they are twenty nine and twenty seven is their win loss record, and then well, that's not factoring in tonight's game. That should be kicking off here in about ten fifteen minutes. But who, uh, who do they got? Cleveland. Uh, yeah, they're playing the Guardians. Got the Guardians tonight. Uh, yeah, I'll, I can give a quick recap on some twin stuff here if you want. Uh, yeah, they they did not have a really good. I guess they went three and three this last week since their last show. They lost the series to the Blue Jays one game to two. Uh, against their former pitcher Jose Barrios uh, in a zero to three shutout, he got some revenge on him. Um, but they did have a good, uh, I guess, revenge game the next day on a nine seven win on Saturday. Uh, two home with Houston. Well, yeah. Well, they finally had a game where they had the bases loaded twice and got a hit. Four home runs. I mean, <laughs> they were like zero for eighteen with the bases loaded up going into that game. Yeah, and and, and just you know, bases loaded couldn't get a hit. And they had bases loaded with nobody out and couldn't get a hit that was multiple like, times. That was like their story last season. So many runners left on base. It was just heartbreaking to watch all the time. They're they're starting to turn around a little bit in that aspect this season. Not a lot, but... But they're more of a pitching team now. Their pitching yeah, is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, starting pitching. Yeah, yeah. Now they've got pitching, and now they're struggling, struggling offensively. Yeah. And And, well... I see Keith up here was, uh, as I was uh, talking about the Yankees and playing Colorado, he said I was drooling. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, Keith. Oh, and I guess maybe one last thing here. I yeah, guess. So now I'm self-conscious. Am I really? I guess we should give a shout out to Kelly in the chat there too. She, I guess, one last putting a pin on some of the uh, crybaby stuff. Uh, she said half of NASCAR are crybabies, and uh, uh, she is rooting for Cincinnati. So, yeah, always good to see new faces in the chat. But uh, uh, you're not wrong, Kelly. You're not wrong. NASCAR has definitely transitioned into more of a. A lot of blame game stuff. Yeah, definitely. I I'm talking about dirt track racing, just to clarify. Well, even on the on the Outlaws last weekend, there was a lot of finger pointing going on in one of the features last weekend. There, I think it was like on the Memorial Day race, just like a lot of people were getting out of their cars and getting pointing at three cars. It's a big three car pile up. Uh, I think two of them were upside down on the track, and uh, the officials were holding back. One of the drivers was like looking like he just had crosshairs in his eyes. He's like, "Who who wrecked me?" <laughs> but uh, yeah, gnarly stuff going on. Well, Bill, have mm. you been to any races yet this season? I haven't. This. They've only been, what, a couple, Two, hasn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I thought, because it got rained out, I know, the one week. Yeah, and... well, no, I was in Winnipeg, so. Uh, that's right, you were in Winnipeg. Was there <sighs> some sports going on while you were there? It was youth hockey. Oh, yeah, your grand, your grandchildren, your granddaughter was playing hockey. My granddaughter was. a daughter that's out there bruising people up. She lives in Egan or Minneapolis. And Had a girl. Yeah. And there were teams from Regina. You know where Regina is? Uh, in Saskatchewan, just north of Minot. Yes. Yeah. In Vancouver, they played a team from Vancouver. Oh, yeah. So that team, all those girls, 9, 10, 11 years old, all flew from Vancouver to Winnipeg. Wow. Were they? I mean, you must have saw some pretty good skating for some little girls then. Well, it was definitely some some good players, that's for sure. So how how the granddaughter size up against them? Well, they they seem to do okay. They they did about five hundred for the. Well, they're from the so. state of hockey. I mean, well, there were quite a few Minnesota teams there too. So there's something that that's going on there that they must the Winnipeg people must go down to Minneapolis for some tournaments or something. Oh sure, sure. But, well, I remember even like one of the, like you know like this. Canadian fan turnout for at least I know a lot of the, you know the pro teams in Minnesota Wisconsin area they, they come up in droves like when they were playing the uh, Blue Jays were playing the Twins they had I think they said it was like almost split 50 50 for fan support there yeah I've been there when when oh, the Blue yeah. Jays play and and then on the way driving down from Grand Forks I mean there's Winnipeg people passing you left and right yeah no I've I've been to Blue Jay games in Minneapolis also with boy half the stadium is is Toronto yeah for sure um, Raven, you ever been on skates? Yeah, I know how to ice skate. Really? Yep. Hmm. I suppose in, if you grow up in this town, you're supposed to be on skates somewhere along the line. I've met quite a few people that actually don't know how to skate that are from here. Well, you know, we... <laughs> I've, I've never been on a pair of skates in my entire life, and um, I'm not going to start now. There you go. I know I'm one of you them. You played everything else, so it doesn't matter. Well, I did, but 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 not like... Bill over here, Bill played everything else and skated on top of it, oh, right? Yeah. And rollerblade. Yeah. Yes, I was one of the first rollerbladers around town, too. Well, didn't you say you did, like, the rollerblade marathon for oh, a few yeah. years? I did it about four or five years in a row. Gosh, that would be so, like, 26 miles on full-on rollerblades. I think some... I did a half marathon. Well, though. still, that's got to be intense. Well, we got out there and watched him go by. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. No, I was, we, we were, ooh, Bill. Yeah, cheering him yeah, on. They did it at Choice Fitness. 
But yeah. no, I, I, I'm like, you know, you, I, I look at hockey and I'm thinking it would have been so great to play that game. I mean, I, I think that would have been fun. But once you're as old as I am right now, I ain't getting on a pair of skates. We're talking about breaking a leg or an ankle or crashing your head into a wall. That'd be just right up. Yeah, I think I tr- when I was a kid, I tried. I, I gave up too early on trying to learn how to ice skate and uh, just fail. And, and then several years ago, I tried learning how to rollerblade, and I, I should have stuck with it a little more. But I was just wiping out a lot, and uh, it was just me going around the block doing this for like a half hour on several occasions. But, and I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> but, but my kids grew up in Grand Forks, and they both know how to roll, uh, ice skate. And, and as we were cleaning out, Sandy and I were cleaning out the garage. I don't know how many different pairs of ice skates I got, you know, from all different years and sizes. And it just is a reminder of things past. But they, they were actually pretty good skaters. I mean, they weren't hockey players by any means. but they, And I'm sure they could still probably lace them up and go out there and well, twirl a little that's bit. That's one of the skills that you should develop as a kid. I yeah. mean, just like swimming. I mean, everybody needs to be able to swim. Sure. No, I, I agree. With, with all the lake things that go on here you, you got to have your kids able to swim yeah, i was yeah. at the lake last weekend oh man it was so glorious just yeah getting out on the lake and just dousing my 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 niece and nephews with with water guns out on the lake just waiting around it was it was oh my gosh how about you raven do you swim yep yep that's it that's all you got so so riverside did you, did you riverside or, or or elk's pool i was more of an elk's pool kid okay. um i that was the first sport I think I ever learned was swimming. I was swimming. My mother was a lifeguard, and she had to bring me to work. Ah, there you go. So I'm pretty sure I was like four swimming. Well, and and, and my kids grew up at basically at Elk's Pool also, and, and when they were learning how to swim, I would watch them, and they literally were on the bottom of the pool swimming like fish all over the place, and they were off the high dives that no longer exist over there. I'm sure when you grew up, the high dive was there. Yeah, they need to bring those back. This is ridiculous. All these safety standards. They don't have the diving boards there anymore? No. No. Or Riverside also? None of them. Whoa. They don't have the low dive either? No diving boards, no nothing. Now they replaced them with splash parks because they're safer. No, it it really is. I mean, when when you think back to what your children grew up around versus what's there now and and yeah, the the high dive and 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 the boards I, I used to watch my kids come off the high dives and never thought nothing of it i don't think people understand nowadays is if you get hurt getting off a diving board or any of the other things that we used to have, like even jungle gyms nowadays, they're padded like it's it's insane i know let oh, them get hurt Seriously, they're going to learn. They're going to learn a lot faster. Learn to fail. Learn to fail. Like, there you go. It builds character. Now you take away the character. It's why we have grown men on a court crying. <laughs> yeah. Well, like even in when we did swim class every year for high school, it was uh, for like that one like quarter of a of the semester where it was uh, they rotated the groups out for swimming. They they would have us go off the diving board. I mean, you could choose if you don't if you didn't want to. But I was like, no, no, no. I'll do the diving board. And uh, I used to have a horrible fear of heights. But you know, once I went off there the first time, it was just like, oh, I love this. I'm missing out. <laughs> and uh, when yes, I cannonballs was, all day. <laughs> when I was growing up, my parents would take us to Winnipeg, and Winnipeg had the Pan Am Games in like 1968. So the Olympics, the Olympic swimming pool. Yeah, they had an Olympic swimming pool. So they had a 10 meter dive. 
Okay, the high dive would be three meters. Uh huh. That so more than three at a, at, at a regular, you know, swimming pool. But whoa, whoa, whoa. So, I, so, so ten meters is over over thirty three feet times. Yeah, three times. Over, so that's over thirty feet high. Right. Yeah, that's pretty good high dive. Well, we just wanted to be able to say that, you know. You would see it on the Olympics or the, as I say, it was the Pan Am games that they had. But yeah, just to be able to jump off that was just kind of fun. See, learning stuff every day. If I was standing on a 30-foot high dive, I'd be like, yep, I learned that I am scared of heights. <laughs> I guess I like Kelly's that come in the go? chat for learning nope. how to swim. My parents threw me in the pool and said, learn to swim or drown. How it should be. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Well, that's how it was for most people. Yeah. Well, I I know a woman that is 45 years old, has three kids, and is married and never learned how to swim. She has an entire life. She's popped children out of her. And she's also never bothered to teach them how to swim. How can we go backwards in the evolutionary like chain? We're going backwards. We're not going forwards. Well, I call it the the sissifying of sports. It, it it really is. It's it's like so might as well put helmets on basketball players. I mean, that's about where we're going. I mean, you're getting that way with baseball and like the in the in the school levels anyway. So they I mean, I kind of get it for little kids and and all that, but I I never thought I would see it to the level it is today where they're at and it looks like they're constantly going uh um they got girls in the pole vault that wear hockey helmets. Well, I'm sorry, what? That's kind of it's kind of like almost what it is for uh, kids softball. Yeah. So Are you kidding me? So, I'd go play dodgeball with kids that are 10. Well, and I'd uh, hit them in the face, they'd get up and laugh. Like I don't think what? <laughs> dodgeball. <laughs> we all Like oh yeah, by the way, they outlawed dodgeball in schools. Uh, Did boo. you guys know that? No way. In a lot of schools in a lot of states, they actually made it like yeah, no, we're not ever doing that again. That's torture. No, that's that's fun. What are you talking about? Yeah. We could, what? They, I, we need that dodgeball two movie to hit sooner than later, so we can get that back in the sports zeitgeist. <laughs> On Ocho Eight, yeah, Ocho Eight, or was it one day a year? ESPN Two turns into ESPN Eight still, I believe, right? Where they do all the obscure sports. Oh man, you play dodgeball, Lindenville? I, I think I've played dodgeball before, but. Oh yeah, we 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 used to, you know, when I played in high school and and in, in gym class, you were trying to hit people in the face. It wasn't like you know, it was an accidental thing. You were trying to hit them in the face with those. It was just those big red, you know, bouncy balls. It wasn't like it just stings for it a sec. It wasn't like throwing a rock at them. Yeah, yeah. it just stings for a second. It's a good yeah. jolt, yeah. and like it's a good way for kids to get anger out. Are you kidding me? They would be zonked out the next day. Like my mom got so excited for dodgeball day. Literally, she'd be like, oh, thank God you're actually going to go to bed tonight. Like, <laughs> Get tuckered so, out. <laughs> and, 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 you know, talking about, like, the FIED activities, we, we were just tossing around different things. How about the rope climb up to the ceiling in the gym? Oh, gosh. I mean. I couldn't do that. Well, we. I'm with Bill. We, I we, couldn't do that we, either. We would do it at the Maddox gym. We would, we would crawl the rope at FIED all the way up, and all you ever had was a little pad down, you know, the, the, like the gymnast pad on the floor. So if you ever did lose your grip and fall from the ceiling, 
You weren't gonna. You you were gonna be injured pretty badly. Or, or, or well, if you could get up that high, you usually knew how to get down. Well, yeah, you're hanging on pretty dang tight. I mean, you know, oh, it's Paul. Paul's here. Hey. I thought he was on that bike ride to Washington State. I think they're uh, in no. San Diego I, I, now. Well, no, I heard they invited him, but he was making excuses to be held and not go. I sure would. Yeah. <laughs> well, so so Paul, we're talking about uh, uh, in gym class climbing the rope up to the ceiling. Did you ever have to do that? Oh, here he comes. But I mean, I, I, I we used to do it. Everybody in the class had to do it. Yeah, actually, I do remember that. And yes, we did have to do that. And you. Touch the uh, rafter at the, the top. Yeah, the beam. And, yeah, yeah. Yep, and, and then come uh, back down. Come, yep. You must have been a strong bugger, Paul, because that's that's hard to do. I think. Well, what the trick is, you got to wrap your leg around and then yeah. you yeah, know yeah, use yeah. it as a you're, stabilizer. You're, you're, but that's cheating. Well, if you're if you're using your feet and your hands both as you're squirming your way up the rope, and and well, no, but, but, no, what I'm talking about is like you wrap your leg around the rope and then you uh, secure the rope. So you can't slide down. <laughs> you, you, don't you know what I'm talking about? Well, yeah, but I were you working out for like uh, pole dancing or something? Wrestling. Uh, you know. Well, my, no. side, my side gig, yeah. you know. <laughs> Cause, cause, well, no, because we used, you know, I just used to. Paul at OnlyFans.com. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look what you walked into. If only. If so, only. So, so, so anyway, we. <laughs> But we were talking about different the sissifying of sports and that kind of thing, and and and, um, but the things you can't do anymore: the dodgeball, the climbing the rope. You know, they and, can't do dodgeball anymore. No, they well. Nope, they won't allow it. You can't. Are you kidding me? I'm dead serious. Yeah, I yeah. actually looked it up. It's not like actually outlawed, but a lot of schools frown upon it. Well, that's. Yeah, that's, well, how you, that's how you weed out the weak from the yeah, well, it's, the lions. Culling, well, culling everyone's, <laughs> everyone's <laughs> weak, apparently. You also know that like pacer test we used to do? They actually said that that was torture for kids, and they can't do it anymore. You, you know what happened to all those kids that were isolated in dodgeball that, you know, couldn't, you know, catch yeah, the yeah. ball, dodge it, whatever? Yeah. They're the ones that are the millionaires right now. Well, sure. You know, that explains cause, it. Because getting hit in the face with a dodgeball created character. Yeah, exactly. And they, and they, they thought, well, I'm no good at this, but I'm going to learn how to code or I'm going to do this. Exactly. This. this. I, I find out, you know, the, the gym is for those athletes and that kind of thing. And, and I'm going to find another re- avenue. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build my own computer or whatever. And, and yeah, you're, you're, there probably are the, the ones making all the money nowadays. And- oh. Well, kudos to them. But, like, at the same time, like, there is no character building as a young society nowadays. There's absolutely none. And then the people that they look up to just cry, literally. Like, these professional athletes or whatever, they are literally just the weakest of them all. There, this, there's nothing. I got to do this ad, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, uh, Northwest Tire has a job opening at the front counter for sales. Uh, working with customers, writing up work orders, deal with selling tires and inventory of them, pay will depend on experience. 
Um, the benefits are uh, paid time off, health insurance, 401k, and more. So give them a call, uh, Chad Hoff at 701-780-8473. That's Chad Hoff, 701-780-8473. Or apply online at nwtire.com. That's nwtire.com. Um, looking for a front service worker. So there you are. Um, do we got Supersonic Steve online yet? There. Yes, I am here. I'm here. There he is. What, Raven? Supersonic Steve! <laughs> there we go. So, Fired so, up. I don't know if you've been listening to us, but we've been talking about the sissifying of sports, and, and we kind of uh-huh. got off track talking about uh, dodgeball in Fayed class or climbing the rope up into the rafters of the gym. Did you remember doing any of that stuff? Yeah, I got pummeled in the face many a times in dodge. <laughs> did you go off yeah. the three meter dive dive board? Uh, I did, but not very well. Well, and that's another thing we talked about. I asked Raven over here if she if she knew how to swim and if she grew up in the uh, elk swimming pool in Grand Forks or the Riverside pool, and if she ever jumped off the high dive and and she acknowledged that she had and 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 that uh, she knows how to swim. That her mom was a lifeguard. Correct. Yep. And, and, you know, nowadays we don't have any diving boards at our public swimming pools. What do you think out there where you're at? Do, do they allow that, or is that another thing? No, actually, no. I mean, like some of the cities just up the road from me, uh, there's a nice uh, city pool, but there's no diving boards anymore. It's all, you know, kind of candy stuff where you slide down the little uh, deal. and trash. No. That is trash. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's pretty. <laughs> but it's uh, not fun. Like you used to have a diving board that were, I don't know, 10, 12 feet high, something like that. Well, some of those slides you go down, you can slam your head pretty good on those slides going down them. Well, and, and, and we got one of our commenters up here was saying, we might as well just bubble wrap our kids, I guess, is, is, is the okay. strategy now. Is you can't Because nobody can take any risk with anything. Uh, Raven had mentioned that you can't even have, like, the monkey bars and stuff out on the uh, playgrounds without having padding somewhere. I mean. <laughs> did you, don't you notice that? All the very new, like, new playgrounds that they built, they're all out of this special foam shit. Like, they're <laughs> not even metal anymore. They're just foam. It's like, What? You mean the the floor, the surface on the floor? Or yeah, the... and even some of the equipment too. Yeah. And then there's just swings because apparently you can't go wrong with swings. Well, you could probably fall off. Don't say, don't say that. They'll get oh. rid of them too. Well, and it's, is <laughs> that one of the... that's part of growing up, man. I mean, that, I mean, we did that. We fell off, scratched our knee, and got bumped in the head. And Rubbed all some that. dirt on it, walked it off, and then did it again because we were young yeah. and dumb. Well, yeah, and, and 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 like all of the slides are all of these uh, these compost or, or or plastic slides. You know, in our day, we had the real high metal slides that were like a thousand degrees when you went sliding down. Even the swing bars were up higher; like you could swing like fifteen feet in the air. Well, and that was the thing to jump off. Either. I I now know why sportsmen and whatnot and athletes all that are dumb because they never got a chance to be dumb when they were a kid. So they're just still dumb. They never learned. Well, yeah. I mean, and our, and our listener up there, Kelly was talking about, she used to swing as, or he swing as high as they could and then jump off. Well, yeah, we used to do that. And every once in a while you'd land and hit your face in the dirt or, or 
you know, whatever, and, and go twist an ankle. Yeah, well, and I might not probably do that next time, but I just, I, I just think we've sissified everything. It's like, you know, you're going to get hurt doing things, and you know what? People still get hurt doing just the dumbest things, regardless. It, it I don't know. I, I started I, growing up, man. I mean, that's. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just uh, don't understand the whole. You know. You can't protect everybody from everything. And, and that's the problem is they think they're protecting you. And, and, and really, the protections are, are causing them to be... Um, Dumb. Uh, in, well, incapable of survival. I mean... Yeah. I guess I got a, a story kind of similar related to that. Did you hear about how they switched up the NFL, the kickoff rules this season? Kind of, oh, I guess they're getting inspired yes, yes, by the... There you go. They're, they're, well, they're getting inspired by, like, you know, XFL and USFL. They're kind of taking a little page from their number, uh, like, on how... Just, I haven't heard this one yet. So I guess it's one to affect like, uh, or they, this was in the news last week, but I just heard some follow-up from some of the players commenting on it. So this season, a fair catch on a kickoff will be placed on the 25-yard line, regardless of where it is field, where it is fielded. So they're allowing fair catches on kickoffs, which I always thought they were able to before. I remember doing it in Madden well, I anyways. thought yeah. maybe it was, or like, just went to the 20 with yeah. it. I I mean, I know of t- touchbacks too, but I always thought you could fair catch on a kickoff. I thought I remember at least being able to do that in Madden. But uh, well, I know you you have been able to because there's a lot of times they'll there'll be guys on the forty yard line and they'll make a fair catch. Yeah, or like in like a <clears throat> like in the last like play of a game to save time on the clock, they'll just fair catch uh, so they don't have to waste time running it back. But uh, but I, I guess according to this, the proposal is designed to counteract a recent increase in pop-up kickoffs that some teams use to uh, pin returning teams deep in their own territory. I guess it said on here, I was looking into it, they've been closely monitoring. NFL has been keeping tabs on USFL and XFL doing these their versions of modified kickoffs, which are completely different from the NFL. And uh, But uh, so if you haven't seen, it's like where they make it so like the both teams kind of square off at the other end of the field and the, def- the kicking team can't... Uh, Engage with the receiving team until the receiving team caught the ball. So, which or it gets into a certain zone or something. Or yeah, past a certain yard line. And it kind of looks like when they they go there once they start to, once the receiver catches the ball, it's like a nice little mini mini like war clash in the middle, but way uh, safer compared to the traditional way they would do it. Uh, but yeah, you're not getting a forty yard run at them. Yeah, no one going into like. Yeah, 40 miles an hour spear or whatever. Because, I mean, there's all pricing studies on how kickoffs are like the most potent uh, way to get a severely injured, right? Well, I would say punts are too. Oh, yeah, and punts. Yep. But uh, I, I guess, yeah, according to this, uh, looking into it, none of them can. Uh, uh, all from the XFL and USFL these last couple seasons, uh, all the kickoffs have been returned into what amounts to far less violent. Uh, environment, uh, according to their reports, and uh, but, but they did say the tweak to this fair catch uh, rule is in effect for just this season only, and so they could revisit it after the season ends. So, well, and, and okay, so that's an, an all in protection of the players and their health, but at the same time, that was also one of the most exciting plays in the whole thing. I mean, the Dilly White Shoes Johnson and and yeah. return. Yes, wait, they could just change rules like that. Just oh yeah, no, we're doing it this way now. Well, it was okay for a hundred years, but now 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 that we've got better helmets and better pads and and better nutrition and better doctors and okay. stuff, we got to put bubble wrap on everybody. Okay, 
Isn't that about what it amounts to? I mean, uh, and, and one of the things we, we were talking earlier, uh, Supersonic, about the the uh, lack of endurance of today's athletes or, or inability to stay on the field or on the court versus the past athletes, like a guy like Wilt Chamberlain or, or, or Elvin Hayes who missed like less than a handful of games in their entire careers when they were traveling around by bus wearing canvas converse instead of, you know, a doctor along with the team and all of that kind of thing. I, I just don't get it. The, the, the whole load management and, and inability to, to continuously stay on the court. I, I am so. How long ago do you think that started? Really? Uh, when what? LeBron said so. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, it started. It hasn't been what five, but maybe five, six years. Well, it started in his career in the in the, in the duration of his career. Of course, two thousand three. Oh man. Of course it did. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, good God! Of course it did. We used him. to we used to talk about Iron Men. There was a player named Randy Smith played for the Buffalo Braves. Remember him? Played like I don't know. Yes. Yeah, or, or 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 Cal Ripken. Yeah, you know Cal Ripken's the one I. Yeah, you know, but you got these or, or or AC Green was one of those guys. You know, they they basically played their whole careers without missing games, and now you can't get these guys. You can't go across the league and find one guy that can play an entire season. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. You said every now and then was probably the last one. Who's that? John Stockton. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, there's another guy that, like, in his whole entire career, missed like five games. I yeah, mean, yeah. Or last week we were talking about Jim Brown didn't miss a single game in his like nine years in the NFL. And Byron Buxton. <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah, Byron Buxton is like the opposite. Byron Buxton gets hurt in the McDonald's drive-through. <laughs> so, I can see that. it. I can see it. I have a hard time understanding about this whole rule thing. Okay. So, as someone that's freshly learning sports, I was always told that rules are set in stone. Rules are how you play the game. Rules are what you abide by, okay? So, I'm not sure exactly what rule they changed, but how many games before that rule got changed literally got won and lost over that rule? That, you know, like you change. Yeah, you change something. One point, or whatever sport you're playing, one point is the matter of if you lose or if you win. So if you change the rules, I almost go back and expect you to reevaluate all the games that damn near got won or lost over that rule. Well, I know there's been a lot of examples in this past, and, and usually each year, like almost all the major leagues, they they do uh, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, hockey, they they do a, they do a press release of oh here's all the rule changes this year. But a lot of the times it's a lot of very minor uh, adjustments or tweaks. There's sometimes some bigger ones, but they don't usually cause quite. And every now and again, you'll get one that causes some major stirrups like this. Like I know baseball, there's that. My, uh, I forget the name of the pitcher that got robbed of a perfect game because the uh, umpire blew the call on the very last batter he was supposed to face. He got a guy out at first base, but the umpire called him safe, and he stripped him of a, per- a per- yeah. Okay, now, now five years from now, okay, they changed that rule. Yeah, they, and, How mad would that guy be? And then it was like, what was it, just not even a couple years after that, they added, or they greatly expanded instant replay in baseball. Well, so no, what's the point? And I was just going to say that that 
in in almost all sports uh, all sports uh, across the board, the biggest rule changes have had to do with uh, video replay and 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 anal- analyzing what happened. And what I find is that I don't know if it's made it better. I mean, you get they've got more officials, and then they've got more camera angles, and they still get it wrong. I mean, whether it's NBA or, or football or yeah. – and, and, and now we've got gambling in sports. And, oh, and man, that guy's And, 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 and sud- suddenly we have this NBA referee that's not being allowed to be part of the finals because he's got a burner Twitter account and he's been commenting on officiating. Yeah, that's and, – and, 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 What mean, does that have anything to do with his job? Well, he's he's <laughs> – uh, a lot. Well, the, actually, a, a lot. lot. Yeah, a lot. It, well, if, if you're okay, talking about a, if you're talking about an official commenting about officiating, and, and if he's into gambling, then you're getting into almost a Pete Rose kind of thing, where it's like, hey, wait a second, is this is this, is this official intentionally uh, screwing over players to help maybe bets he has on games on the line that so he can help himself win bigger paydays on his own bets or, or his but buddies? But how does this like you're commenting? Okay, this guy. Is commenting on under another name, okay, whatever. How are his comments even affecting his like? I think they're just kind of connecting the dots. They 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 kind of found out he had this alternate Twitter account, and they're like, wait a second. And now when we found out he's a gambler and he's commenting about how officiating should be, let's review some of his calls from the last few months and see if there are some of these calls that were we don't really agree with. And then the well, number of well, calls. And, that and, go and that's that not way. proof that he's throwing but, but, games but, though. But, that's but just him he's, commenting. It's he's, not anything like. The league is investigating him. We don't know if he's done anything really wrong yet, but they're investigating him, and he's been pulled from the lineup of being part of this finals. Otherwise, he'd have been one in some of these games. Uh, and, you know, of course, the finals start tonight at 7.30 and, 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 and kick off. But, but the problem is, is that the NBA recently had a guy named, I think his name was Tim Donahue. The, oh, yeah, he spent some time in the big house. Yeah, because he was, he was throwing games. Yeah. NBA referee. Okay. Was he's been convicted of actually point shaving and so so it, it isn't even um the win loss record. It's it's the point spreads. So so say for instance he's calling falls on guys late in games to keep the point spread and people are, one way or another. Yeah, and, and influencing the game one way or another by making calls late in games. Okay. And that's what he was doing. Besides being betting, and you know, it, 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 it's it's a far cry from what Pete Rose was doing. I mean, really is. I, I, I'm like, Pete. Pete's just a gambling man. This, these guys are fixing games. Yeah. And well, they they just can't comment on stuff like that on Twitter and things like that. Okay. So it well, it, if it's, he a, was it's an ethi- games, it's an ethical thing. It. Yeah. Right. An ethical thing. So it it it, it lends to a a a. Uh, just uh, atmosphere or an appearance, uh, uh, in, appearance, yeah. appearance of impropriety. I guess is the legal. I term. think appearance is probably the number one thing. Yeah, maybe you should look at your athletes. Did, <laughs> did you hear that people were paying thirty thousand dollars for a ticket to that game the other night? For for which game? For or? the Heat and uh, oh the Celtics? Celtics. Oh, game seven. Oh, oh man. Okay, let's get into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's so supersonic, Steve. What a bunch of puss. Uh, <laughs> Did you see? Okay, so so uh, Saturday night, uh, Saturday night's game though. Okay, game six. The game six. Yes, you saw the finish to that, right? Yep. And I mean, one tenth of a second left in the clock. Of course, there was a little controversy there too, right? 
because of the fall call on the other end and then oh, adding yeah. nine tenths of a second. Jimmy Butler, the three point foul, yeah, yeah, and 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 I mean, I thought they got that right. I thought they the, the nine tenths of a second and the fall call. I thought they got that all right, and then lo and behold, Miami, uh, they, they they're they're literally celebrating in Miami, thinking they've won. When when is it, is it Derek White? Derek, yep, Derek, Derek White, White puts puts the ball, put, puts the put back that fortuitously landed right into his hands as he was cutting to the basket. Yeah, he inbounded the ball, and the guy missed a shot, his teammate, and then he was able to dart right to under the basket and just almost not quite tip it in, but just put it right back up, and it left his hands with like zero. They reviewed it; yeah, it was like zero point one seconds. It left his hands. Yeah, so a tenth tenth of a second. And and that's right after they put nine tenths of a second back on the clock. But the thing was, is I that, guess I didn't see the nine tenths. Yeah, yeah. They, it was it was it was down to two point one seconds when they when oh. they made the play, and then they added nine tenths of a second to make it three seconds for my uh, for Boston to inbound the ball. And of course, Marcus Smart took that shot. And but the thing is, is nobody points out is that the Heat player that should have boxed out Derek White just turned and and turned and looked watched as as he went by him and then tried to get back into play just, and and that's my my thing is fundamentally he should have boxed him out he just kind of went by instinct just kind of as one of those gut well, feelings and then I don't, no, I don't know how to box out well and 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 the thing was is i don't know if did you guys see there was this wedding party in miami that they had the, the so that the wedding reception the wedding dance is going on and they've got the ball game on and they they the the whole wedding party is jumping up and down celebrating because this they they watched Miami was going to win. Or? Well, they watched Marcus Smart shot go up, but they didn't watch the rest of it. <laughs> oh, they thought it went up to well. I think like everyone on on the court thought thought that too. It looked like the crowd because it was in Miami. Yeah. The crowd was reacting. They thought there's no way that shot could have went off in time. And but then you know in the review they're reviewing in instant replay on the desk and officials sure enough took a look at it and they're like no no. Just oh, oh, absolutely. Clear. Oh, it was obvious when they replayed it. Yeah, clearly off his hand. Oh, yeah. So, so a wedding reception had a TV. I know. I know. I I'm know. sorry, but all of the was people that, that were watching that TV, <laughs> yeah, but if been, if been, I would delete their numbers. I don't even care if they went to my wedding. I am dead serious. If you find a TV, if it's not drunk hour at a wedding and you're in front of a TV, how dare you? <laughs> Well, I just said, look it up. You'll see. You take take a peek at it because you're going to see all these people just jumping up and down celebrating the Miami win. But then there's like one guy that's that still that's bride. still uh, that one guy is still looking at the TV, going, uh, 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 "Wait a minute, guys!" Oh. <laughs> oh, he's the one that's got money on it. Bearer of bad news. Yes, but, oh, but I, I, it was it was funny. It was I mean it was good humor, and and you know you got to have that too. Uh, but yeah, I, I surprised that. You're at a, a wedding dance, and and well, I suppose most of the guys at that place are are, are mad because this gal had uh, scheduled her wedding that day. during during the freaking NBA playoffs. Girl, delete their numbers. Yeah. Absolutely not. So I mean, it's funny because there, there's a similar thing going on. Um, Mark Rosen, he's he's a uh, sports reporter used to be a TV guy in Minneapolis. Oh yeah, he's yeah. with uh, K Fan, right? Yeah, and yeah. He's, he's retired, but he also does. Uh, he, he's on the radio with K Fan and 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 Common oh, Man, man. And, and and he's getting married for the second time on a holiday, and they're just roasting him about 
How dare you? Yeah, it's one of the worst things you could possibly do is have a wedding on a holiday and take okay. a, take away from these people and their 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 holiday. Which holiday? Is that the guy that you argue with? What's that? Is that the same guy that you have a uh, open communication and he doesn't ever answer you? No, common. He no common does. Common does respond to me. He's the one that does. The PA is the guy that doesn't respond. Um, or he's in Minneapolis too. Yeah, isn't yeah, he? yep. Oh, I, 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 I send comments to those guys down there daily because I listen to them on the radio while I'm doing my regular gig, and and every time they say something that's not accurate, I just drives me nuts. I'm like, you got you got an audience of of a couple million people, and and you're just spewing non facts, and and drives me nuts. Now, now, comment. They, they don't respond to you. Well, they do. They do. Uh, do uh, they? Yeah, oh yeah. Sometimes it's kind of nasty back and forth between me and them. But common man, his his whole shtick is that he's trying to be inaccurate, and and so oh, we, okay. so we get that. Bill, you know, he'll he'll purposely say something false, and then and then he'll play the his soundtrack in the back will be like a a fishing reel. Yeah, <laughs> reel him in. Yeah. Yeah, talk to me. Yeah, and and so that's that's his whole shtick. But but the other guys are like they're trying to be accurate and 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 they're not. It's it's just. And how do you count in Commons language? Oh well, in Commons language, he he's he's from Detroit originally, I think, or or has a, a, a some connection to Detroit. So in, they learn how to count in Detroit. O and one, O and two, O and three. Oh, yeah. You know, four. Yeah, so, it's because they did get an own sixteen season one year. Well, oh yeah, yeah, one and, but two and, teams. And, yeah, and, and the other thing cool about Common is is you're you're either historically great or biblically bad, and he would just as soon his teams be biblically bad if they're not going to be historically great. So Owen sixteen or or whatever, you know, biblically bad. So like, he's riding on horse. So, yeah. So that was interesting, you know, like, yeah. I mean, now imagine if the Game 7 between uh, Heat and Celtics was going on at that wedding party and it was just a blowout. <laughs> well, that, and that's what I wanted to Supersonic Steve. Oh, have man. you ever seen a more disgusting uh, appearance by a team in a Game 7? That was, that was embarrassing. And, in fact, we got into our whole conversation about athletes being hurt and, and, and not being durable Um it came up because obviously uh, Jason Tatum stepped on an ankle or t- twisted his ankle on the very first possession of the game. And then he spent the rest of the game grimacing and making sure every damn person on the planet knew he was hurt. Playing I said, it up for, I said for he, fouls. And I think I even talked to you, Steve, about he might as well have been wearing a placard that said, look at me, I'm hurt. I, I was shocked. I mean... That's a professional athlete. Um, what, what, the, the correct response would be trying to look like you're not hurt, to, yeah. to, to, to toughen it out. And, yeah. and, and instead he was like, attack me, attack me. I, I got an excuse now if we lose. Kind of pull up, yeah, pull a Kurt Schilling on a bloody sock game. No sell it, <laughs> except, yeah. except from your sock. <laughs> Athletes are nothing but actors. You cannot convince me otherwise, because if you actually look at what actors do, like, they'll learn how to ride a horse. They'll learn how to sword fight correctly by fencing. They'll learn how to shoot. They'll learn how to fish. They'll learn how to do certain things for roles, okay? They're learning new skills all of the time. So, and then they just act on top of it, okay? That is literally 
what these athletes are doing. They are just learning to do one sport with the rules or whatever guidelines, blah, 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 and then acting on top of it. Well, and, and, and that was Jason Tatum basically acting like an injured person the whole game from start to finish. And, and I was like, it was driving me nuts. Because well, I'm, like, I'm like, question is, why didn't they yank? Exactly. If you're that injured, then get your ass off the court. Well, Jimmy Butler had a horrible game the, the game before, right, in game six. I know. I think his field goal percentage wasn't that high compared to usual. Well, the other part of the Celtics loss, though, was were they 8 for 43 or 9 for 43? They shot like under 22% from three-point land, yeah. and they just kept jacking them up, just jacking them up. And I was like, there's no way they should have shot that many shots like that. I mean, what happened to just pound the ball inside and get a couple of cheap hoops? That, that exactly what I was going to say. Pound it inside. And continue until they stop you. Yeah. And, I mean, they didn't do that. They, they just settled. They yeah. settled for threes, and they, they never, ever, ever got on track hitting them. So they basically shot themselves completely out of the game in front of their hometown crowd. Well, didn't it seem like NBA in general in the last decade, they've been really uh, just kind of transitioning into, like, a three a lot of dominant well, three-point shooting? And, that, and that's the point I'm making, and, and, and I know— Super, I mean, for better or worse. <laughs> well, Supersonic, you'd agree with me that that's not basketball. I mean, no. basketball entails. I'm ask you a question: When you were in high school, did you have the three-point rule? No, no, we didn't have three-point line. And I think when they opened that up to the three-point line, I think Kentucky was one of the first. That's what they rely their whole game on, and I think the NBA has followed suit because very rarely anymore do you find where they really actually set up an offense. Well, right. It's yeah. all pass, shoot the three. And I, well, the triangle offense is long gone. Oh yeah, from yeah. Uh, Jordan. Yeah, uh, that's Bulls long there. gone. Phil Jackson he used to have Jackson. post players. I, I, I'm like, I long for the day when another Wilt Chamberlain, Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, or or an Elijah Wan, or a guy of that caliber comes along, so we go back to the post game. Well, that's our guy from France. <sighs> yeah, the skinny kid, the, the seven foot four or five kid that weighs yeah. 190 pounds. He's going to be the post guy. Huh? So yeah. that's anyways. We got. Nuggets and Heat set up for the finals. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll look for a score update. It should be starting like any minute now. Uh, what are you guys feeling for this? Uh, who's going to come out victorious? Your pick. Well, I don't. I don't know that Miami's got anybody they can put in front of Joker. I mean, so Bam would be the one. But it? he's not big enough. He's just not big enough. I. I mean, Joker. I'm going Denver all day long. Yeah, I mean, it. I'd be surprised if it's not a sweep. And, and, okay. Well, Miami has surprised though. Yeah, I guess a, dude, all playoffs. Yeah, but yeah, but, eight seed. Yeah. Well, they're, and I keep saying that, that but they, they've been on fire the last few months. Well, and they are not, playing like an eight seed. No, and they're not really an eight seed. I mean, they're they're two years removed from being in the final, and last year they were in the Eastern Conference final, and they just had a lot of injuries all season long. More than most teams. All teams have injuries, but they had a ton of guys out, and now they're all back healthy, and then they, 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 they got Kevin Love in the trade deadline and all that. So they got guys with some experience, and, and Miami's not your normal eighth seat. Just like the Knicks weren't a normal eighth seat in 1999 with Allen Houston and Latrell Sprewell and, and, and Larry Johnson and Patrick Ewing. They weren't a true eighth seed. An eight and they've got a great coach who's been there and done that. Yes, yes, and, and and a great organization, you know. So so I don't know. I I I just got a feeling it's Denver's time. 
you know, they're, 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 and I'm thinking back when I was a kid and I didn't, I did I forgot about this, but when, when the ABA and NBA merged, I was, you know, 12 years old, something like that, 13 years old. And we used to get the Denver games on the, on if, if the night was right, you could get on the radio on AM radio. Yes, indeed. Bill, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's like eight, eight ninety or something. I'd... Yeah, and so we would listen. Dan yeah, Dan Issel, Gus Gerard, uh, Paul Silas yeah. was in Denver at the time. Ralph Simpson, yeah. and 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 I could listen to those games on the radio. There wasn't any televised stuff going on, but I could hear those games on the radio. And Denver Nuggets were, I'll be damned, is what I was listening to way out there by Devils Lake, North Dakota. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so yeah. Yeah. that's cool. That's well, let's make stuff. our predictions then. Who's going to win this? Denver. Well, is everybody going with Denver? Anybody got Miami? Paul? I'll go with Miami. What do you like? Salsa dancing? What is it? Just a feeling. It's probably wrong. Well, but if Jimmy Buckets plays his butt off, maybe. Um, He's gonna have to be. He's gonna have to be bigger than he's already been, though. We should look up the odds in Vegas. Who's the number two scorer in Miami? No heat. Boy, I th- I think right now it's probably that Caleb Martin. That's what I was thinking. I just yeah. I, I think, think it's something else. That's what's he what eleven or twelve. They kind of said he should have been the MVP of the. Well, a lot of people, yeah, but you know, Eastern Conference. Jimmy Butler though has been uh, basically scoring at will when he goes to the basket with the ball against whoever he's been going against. Here's, here's my prediction. Oh, oh, here's Paul. He's he, oh. heads. Oh, he's flipping the Nuggets. coin. We got Tails. it on you. Ready? All right, flip that coin. I can't see it, Bill. What is it? It's a mystery coin. It's a head. Oh, he said heat. He said heat. I think you better get on. I think Paul needs to get on that bike ride to Washington State. (laughs) (laughs) He 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 could he could go see Supersonic while he's out there. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I got this ad. I got to get in here. River Cinema Fifteen in the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema Fifteen in the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner and movie destination. Both are located in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia restaurant, the Shire, or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's feature attractions are Little Mermaid, Fast X, the Machine, Hypnotic, and Guardians of the Galaxy. You can find the complete showtimes and listings online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday special of $5 movies all day long and 550 senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River City Cinema has luxury recliners, expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages, and is family-owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston, Minnesota. For their showtimes, look online at morefamilytheaters.com. That's morefamilytheaters.com, and that's River Cinema 15 in the Shire Bar and Grill. And we're giving away a couple of movie passes tonight uh, for anybody that wants to uh, get a hold of us and, and say, I want those tickets on our site. Um, at the uh, All you have to do to win passes is sometime between now and the end of today's episode of, the, of, of uh, Fork Sports Highway, go over to gfbestsource.com and hit the Contact Us link on the top of the webpage and a message stating, I want those tickets, and we'll randomly choose a winner. So go ahead and uh, 
hit us up and you'll get some free movie passes. Um, so we've uh, been touching on this uh, finals. Denver uh, hosting the uh, Miami Heat um, after the Boston Celtics failed to show up and embarrass their whole city. Oh, man, that was embarrassing. Bill Russell, John Havlicek, those, Jojo White, those guys are spinning. There's Dave Cowens. Yeah. Man. We got to talk Bill. about hockey, too. Okay, Bill, what do we got going on in hockey? Well, I don't know. Does Raven have anything to see who's in the finals? I think so, right? Got the latest hockey update there? I think we got some Vegas yes. Knights there somewhere. Yes. Florida Panther. Florida. Wow. Can't talk. Florida Panthers will face uh, Vegas Golden Knights in Stanley Cup Finals with one on Saturday at 7 p.m. after Golden Knights eliminated uh, Dallas Stars Monday night. Uh, six to zero in game six to the end of their series. Yeah, it was uh, kind of almost uh, anticlimactic in that series also. Looked like- game six was a good game, though. Yeah. They came back. It was 2-2, and Dallas came back and scored a couple right at the end of the game. Yeah, no, I I, I... I didn't see 6-0 coming. Yeah. Well, the hockey playoffs and the basketball playoffs, have uh, it, it's been entertaining, and it's my favorite time of the year is... When, when the NBA playoffs and the hockey playoffs are going on and then the baseball season's going on. And, and now we're, we're, when we're down to the finals like this where we don't have a game every night, I'm, kinda, I'm starting to lose my grip a little bit. Cause, well, usually it's going to be hockey one night and basketball the next well, night. You know, so. no, yeah, now they'll be alternating. Um, Hopefully they both go to seven games. Well, and, and thankfully my Yankees have started to pick it up. They were just out in Seattle for three games. And, yeah. and and Aaron Judge is like knocking a ball all over the place. He's a, uh, he's the real he deal. He's alone. And he's stealing home runs too from the opponents. And and Seattle did manage to get that. How good an athlete he was or is. Yeah, he's he's the real deal. He's the real yeah. deal. And he's also uh, what, 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 but but anyway, Seattle managed to get that third game of the set. And, and and salvage one, and they're they're still in the picture too. I see Dale's over oh, yeah. here with his coin. What what is well, he? I was gonna say Paul did the coin flip for picking our picks for the NBA finals. Should we do the same thing for the NHL Stanley well, Cup? I suppose I'm 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 well, actually leaning toward the Panthers, but uh, I think I'm actually for Vegas. I'd I'd like to see Vegas. Oh, win. you yeah, because you like to hang out in Vegas. Bill Bill Bill's like hey, why not? Bill's got this nasty side. He goes out there and parties in Vegas. Yeah, I'm. I'm oh. Well, they want redemption from losing a couple years ago. I, I'm, I'm like uh, the Florida Panthers and Matthew uh, Kachuk. That guy has just been a terror. So go ahead and flip that coin. All right. So let's say heads will be the official Fork Sports Highway pick for Golden Knights. Tails will be the official pick for the Panthers. So here we go. Oh, heads. So, right. Panthers? Yep. Yep, there we go. So you got Panthers in Miami from the GFBS, huh? Why do I feel like I'm in uh, no country for old men? <laughs> we, we don't have a soda, con, a soda can aimed at your head. Yeah, somebody going to shoot me over, over a wrongful pick on this coin flip? Well, there's nobody in Florida or nobody in Las Vegas that knows how to skate. Yeah, just other than the Canadians that they bring in, just just Raven knows how to skate. The Russians, 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So, so sorry, you guys were talking about like uh, Seattle there going on with the bait, switching it back to baseball there. Well, the Mariners and, and the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees are off tonight. They're on their way to play the Dodgers for three or four games down in Los Angeles. Wow. What's going on with that? I mean, since we're talking about it. The Dodgers, have you heard all that stuff that's going on down there? I'm not sure. Go ahead, Steve. What do, do we you... want to? <laughs> no, we don't. It's actually silly. What is it? It's Oh, it's this, uh, you know, uh, group that wants to be antichrist, that they're opening their arms and saying, come on in. And some of the players, like uh, the the big stud, was it Crenshaw or? Oh, Clayton Kershaw? Victor? Yeah. He's saying, no, I don't, I'm not buying into this. He's a staunch Christian, and it's amazing what, what's happening. I mean, it's it's weird. I, I mean, haven't heard anything about this at all. What does it just got to do with sports? I don't know, man. They're opening their arms up, saying, no, come on. It's kind of like the, you know, the gay stuff or the gay pride thing. Well, sure. Well, anything far leftist that, that you know, but, but why is it, you know, Reaching into a sports team. Well, or the whole stadium. I mean, yeah. geez, you know, you know, and a lot of people are, are, you know, they get turned off on that stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, look at, look at, uh, the Bud Light beer thing, for example. Oh boy. I mean, they're struggling. That took a turn for the worse and yeah. suddenly they had to disown everything they'd been pushing. I, I just, you know, if what was if, the other one? Target? Oh yes. What was, what's going on with Target? Well, Target had this it has this uh, uh, <laughs> rainbow. No, it's not sports, but it's rain, kind of weird. Ra- rainbow corner and and they. Oh. oh yeah, wasn't it that one famous girl said, "Oh my God, this is in the back of a store. We can do better." Wasn't it that one? Was it that one? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. I'm pretty no, sure. And, of course, Paul gets in on this. Of course. I, I'm, I'm sure Paul knows what we're talking about here. Okay. I, so, if so, it's the same thing. But it shouldn't It shouldn't be rolling over into a sports scene, but it is. No. Just like, no. Just like everything else we ever talk about. It what, doesn't so, matter so, because apparently everyone's gay now. Well, apparently. 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 Well, it's Pride Month. As a, you, don't, you guys don't have to deal with that Can we do White Pride Month? Can we do that? Can't do that. Just saying. Everyone else can do their own thing, but we can't have anything anymore. God forbid. Okay, sorry. Well, no. no, I get it. And and the, and you know, if you were to have straight Pride Month, that wouldn't be a thing because that would just be normal. Well, nobody would say nothing. Yeah. So. Well, I just when when it leaks into to professional sports and and you start to um, alienate a portion of your audience, whether you intend to or not, I I, I don't know. I, I think maybe the Dodgers might be revisiting their their uh, agenda there. Um, yeah, you can. I don't know why it is that we have to constantly be bombarded with some particular group's sexual orientation. I mean, really, when it comes to sports, I don't give a shit. You know know what's more frustrating is that if you're an employee of one of these corporations and you have to worry about the things that you post or say that could jeopardize your job, that's 
what's ridiculous about all this. Well, and that and that all kind of spins back around to um, uh, hindering or or affecting everybody else's freedom of speech because we're supposed to be able to say freely what we think or or want to say. I mean, uh, just just this week, Memorial Day weekend. The fellow with the American flag over the Nazi flag and the Japanese flag out west of town. Did you happen to see that? No, I didn't. Oh gosh. So so this guy is has been like creating these works of art out of uh, scrap metal, and he's got this American flag on his flagpole, and then he's got this non-colored Nazi flag and non-colored Japanese flag beneath them, like they've been conquered. Mm-hmm. And this guy is apparently like a World War II vet himself. And and that's when I saw that uh, sculpture, that was what I thought was, oh, well, it looks to me like an American flag that's conquered a Nazi flag and a, and a Japanese flag, just like World War II. And people are going nuts because it was a Nazi flag being displayed. Not not being displayed in a in a uh, honorable way, but in a defeated way, mm-hmm. and and so the guy took the stuff down as we went in. But gosh, they I respect that guy's yard and property and whatever he wants to put up because that is what should be done. But that, I that, respect that, it. But what I was uh, saying earlier, though, and and I think that this is absolutely ridiculous, is that if you work for a corporation. And they say that you can't do or say something that goes against their rules of a like like core belief. Their their core beliefs, yes, exactly. You know, you you can get HR involved in all this stuff, but for somebody to work in a corporation and have to worry about their job because of their beliefs, that is total. BS. I mean, I so I worked for uh, Sleep Number. I managed there for a long time, and uh, I think it was uh, not not Lindsey Graham, but uh, who, who's the uh, Fox girl uh, that was the big host for something? Angle was it Kelly, somebody. Yeah, or? yeah, Kelly Angle, something or another like that. But anyway, oh, the Ingram Angle. Laura, yeah, Laura Ingram. Yes, exactly. People were complaining about the fact that Sleep Number was advertising during her show, which had nothing to do with her show. It was just like it just runs through a, you know, a process through Fox News whatever it is. But Sleep Number like they retracted everything and bowed and kissed the ring to the people that said that we don't want you advertising on this platform, which is ridiculous. I mean, these people what's are. The, what's what's the reason? I mean, just I mean, because, why are they? No because, one has because to have a reason anymore. That's no. the thing. No one has to have a reason. Yep. There. So there is a there is a there is a post that I put up uh, yesterday, and it's called 30 minutes to explain Marxism." And it's fantastic, and it explains all of this. So, 
Spotify. Check it out. Go to uh, my my uh, normal f- Facebook page, uh, Forks Paul, and you will see that this explains everything. Because that Laura Ingram, it was the Ingram angle. Mm-hmm. I think it was what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and Sleep Number they retracted everything just because they had an ad that played between her show and like whatever else was going on. But people like they just got outraged. It's ridiculous. Well, and we're 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 you know nationalism. What used to be a a a a virtue to to bind together and. You know, as we come rolling up on 2026, our, our 250th anniversary of this country, uh, I, I always look back to the bicentennial, 1976, the 200th anniversary of the country, and, and how united the country was at that time, and all of the special events that were going on, and we've hardly begun to touch that the 250th is, is coming up here within three years shorter time than that even and and i always joked for years and years because i enjoyed the bicentennial so much uh 1976 how how united the country was and all the events that were going on from coast to coast and and the big party celebration of our, our of our country and and i always like i say i joked that my goal in life was to live to the tricentennial so 2076 i'd only be 114 years old I don't think you're going to make it, Monty. Oh, well, with modern medicine. I'm dead on that one. <laughs> well, with modern medicine. Come on. You, you, you guys saw Talladega Nights. Now, that's a sports thing. You, you guys saw Ricky Bobby. Hey, and, and, and what, with, what's the odds? What's with, the odds, with, Monty? With, I mean, come with, on. With, you're with, a monster. With, with, with yeah. modern medicine, there's no reason I couldn't live to be, like, 225. <laughs> you wouldn't get that far because you're not an actor. Uh, but no, it's, that's but that that that's like I say. My running joke was always to to get to the get to the tricentennial, and and my kids would only have to be like ninety three and ninety nine years old themselves. <laughs> You'd be on the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah. Well, the yeah. median age for males right now is seventy three. Oh man, you're kidding me. So, so what you're saying is get that burial plot now. Well, <laughs> you, you, if you're on average, you should be gone when you're 73. Well, perfect. It's actually going down. I don't want to hear that. Women's has gone up. Yeah, women live longer. Yeah, well, because because guys can't take that constant beat down day after day. Bickering. What's the NBA guys? About 90. Nah, <laughs> You know, actually, those guys... They can't survive one game? Are you kidding me? They are not even going to make it to 73. True. <laughs> well, they, they, they don't tend to live too awful long. I, but no, I, I, I don't know. I'm Back to the sports, uh, I don't know if you've seen the uh, uh, guys have been pulling out of the NBA draft uh, to, oh, to go back to school. we have to talk about our Nelson boy. Well, we got, we got that, but we also have... Uh, it wasn't just him. So Grant Nelson uh, is from Devils Lake, North Dakota. I used to run around with his dad a little bit. And um, he played for NDSU, North Dakota State University, uh, this past season and um, averaged 17.9 points a game, 9.3 rebounds. And he was at the uh, NBA Draft Combine, and he actually set some time records in the agility drills in the lane and whatnot. He's foot eleven and... Um, he's opted to go back to school, but he's in the portal, so he's leaving North Dakota State University to go play 
in a bigger time school somewhere. I guess somewhere. he's got, he's got a lot a lot of potential uh, coaches looking at him. And then also the Purdue seven foot center uh, Zach Ide opted to return to school. And then um, Richmond's uh, Tyler Burton has opted out of the draft, and he's apparently going to be transferring to Villanova. So you've got a handful of these guys that were fifty in the top fifty in the country. Uh, coming back to school instead of being in the draft and not getting picked off in the first round, which would be the big money. So I don't know, but it sounded like from what I was understanding, Grant's situation is he's probably looking at picking up some nil money in the area of 500000 to to $600,000 in, in advertising or whatnot, wherever he goes. So I guess I'd stay in school too maybe to take a shot at that. I don't know, Bill. I keep saying what grade is it? He's only uh, he's got a year left. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, He'll be a senior. Yeah. Uh, junior, I think. Yeah, well, he's a junior now. He'll be a senior coming up. Oh uh, well. Anyway, he's six foot eleven, and he's got some pretty good agility, and and he's got a pretty good handle. Uh, he can dribble a ball and move around, and he can shoot it. So, uh, I think another year in college will probably benefit him a lot. Yeah, I think he definitely needs to get a little stronger. Well, sure. I mean, he's he, well. So, so does the guy from France. I mean, and he's going to go number one in the in the draft, and and then you know, obviously, this last draft was the guy from Gonzaga that that broke his foot almost immediately, right? Supersonic. Which uh, was that the Timon or something? The home, home, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, no, the, and the no, guy the from kid. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was his name, Holmgren. Yeah. yeah, and and I mean, he yeah, 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 broke his foot. And we never got to see him play a single minute in regular season in the NBA after being drafted. His second was he second overall pick or the first overall? I think pick? he was second. Yeah, the kid right. from uh, what was it? Uh, Banchero. Uh, he was from Duke. Got drafted number one. Yeah, and then the, the other guy was second, and, and then yeah. we, we never he got hurt in the preseason and never played a minute for the Oklahoma Th- City Thunder and. You know, that's, that's, gosh, who knows? I mean, I suppose he's healed by now and ready to go, but tough way to start your first season in the NBA. Yeah, because um, you never know when it's foot, you know. And then um, the only other basketball news I got going on is, you know, we're we're deep into the WNBA uh, first week and a half or so. and uh, I saw the links last night. Oh, well, here's the headline. The power rankings, WNBA. Chicago Sky are up, Minnesota Lynx are down, and the Vegas Aces are still number one. So going into tonight, the Las Vegas Aces are 4-0, the Connecticut Sun are 4-1, the New York Liberty are 3-1, the Dallas Wings are 3-1, the Chicago Sky are 3-2, the Atlanta Dream are 2-2, the Washington Mystics are two and two. The Los Angeles Sparks are one and two. The Phoenix Mercury and the return of Brittany Griner are one and two, fresh out of the Russian gulag. Um, the Indiana Fever are one and three. The Seattle Storm are zero oh and three, and the Minnesota Lynx are zero oh and five. Oh, they're in last place. Last place of the twelve teams in the league, and you know the Seattle Storm were were, were one of the top four or five teams in the league last year, and they're having a rough start too. Mm. But uh, no, it's just getting underway. Um, I have a favorite player. The Chicago Skies, uh, Kalia Copper, is my favorite player. Um, the Las Vegas Aces are loaded up with a gal named Kelsey Plum and Aja. They're, 
there's my girl right there, Plum. She is good. Well, did didn't she come out of Washington? Yep, yep. she did. Took them to the Final Four. Now she's a great ball player. And then their second fiddle there is Aja Wilson, and then they added Candace Parker from the Chicago Sky to that Las Vegas Aces team. So no, it's it's kicking off, and we try to do our best to. Uh, uh, give the girls some coverage too, uh, Raven. You that know was that? not we. That was I. <laughs> okay, Bill, you can you can take your nap now. But I do try to uh, give the uh, WNBA uh, as much coverage uh, probably as any sports show around. And, and I actually caught you the do. highlights. You from do. Game yesterday, so. what, what was that? I caught the highlights. Uh, I caught the highlights from I caught the highlights from the Lynx game yesterday. So uh, you know, they they didn't win, but I, I I'm trying to watch at least highlights from one or two Lynx games a week just for you, Monty, this season. There you go. Well, I like I say I'm I I try to stay abreast of the WNBA and and they don't get a lot of uh, coverage, but oh, I watched the NCAA tournament there for a while, so. Uh... Yeah, well, they, I had to watch a little bit of the WNBA, and that's the interesting part of that is that all those girls that played in the NCAA tournament and and were the stars of the NCAA tournament are having trouble, you know, catching on with these rosters, and and then there's the outcry of, well, we need to expand the WNBA, but if you're not making money, and that's the bottom line, and you're being subsidized by the NBA teams, and not one single team of these twelve is in the black yet. Well, they said that. The girls, the the rookies, said those old girls should just retire and get out of their way, huh? Yeah. What do you think about that? So, so we should put those old dogs out to retire so the young girls can have a shot at it, Raven. No one has respect anymore. <laughs> so she's sticking up for the old cats. There you go. That's well, tragic. Yeah. No it's one has respect it. anymore. It's just, it's really tragic. Should be whoever's best. Whoever's the best makes a team. That's yeah. what I would think. And well, it's not usually the young people. Ooh. Okay, well, uh, I, I'm, I'm – I can't disagree that. with that one. So, so that's what we got going on. And then, and then the only other uh, item is the, the World of Outlaws uh, sprint cars are in Grand Forks t- uh, tomorrow night. No, Saturday night, I think, is it? No, I think it's Friday. Is it, Friday. Is it Friday? Tomorrow night. And, and that's, that's one of the big events. They come to Grand Forks a couple times a year, I think. And, um, of course, Donnie Schatz is a 10-time defending champion, World of Outlaws champion, and he grew up in Minot, North Dakota, and he cut his teeth uh, racing here in Grand Forks. Uh, First car he bought was from the Mack brothers, uh, what, Sonny and Todd Mack. Uh, I remember watching him when he was like a 15-, 16-year-old kid racing out here at the track, and now he's like uh, one of the top racers in the entire country. And he's just being inducted into the North Dakota uh, Sports Hall of Fame uh, this summer. And so they'll have a big bust of him or a, a portrait of him in the state capitol in Bismarck here shortly. And that's a big deal. It's, it's not quite as uh, lucrative or, or, or as uh, prestigious as being in the UND Hall of Fame like, oh, like yeah. the legend over here. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, we, they've yeah. all, they've got their they've got their 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 priorities, I guess. So, but Bill goes to like these races and sees he's, you've seen Donnie Schatz race, oh, yeah. I'm sure. Probably saw him when he was a kid. Yeah, I've seen him in Minot and oh. Grand Forks. And then we were talking earlier. Uh, the the family owned the uh, late night truck stop uh, uh, restaurant, and and when the bars close in Minot, everybody rushes out to eat at the truck stop and. 
That's that's the, our favorite place to go at the end of the day. Good food. Oh yeah, yeah. Fill it up out there and ninety nine. No, ninety nine. Yeah, I was always a big beef stacker myself. Yeah, uh, but no, that's 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 kind of the thing. We all did that uh, at least when we used to live up there and around that place. Or when you would visit for... Oh, yeah, Prairie Rose or state amateur basketball tournaments. And, yeah, and we the whole crew would go out there after the after the ball games were done and sit out there till I don't know, the wee hours of the morning. and uh, Depending upon how early you had to be up for the next game. Well, it didn't seem to bother the guys I took out there. Some of those guys would come walking into the gym to play the championship games, and they hadn't been to bed yet. <laughs> Pretty tough to win. When you're when you're when you're top, eyes open. yeah, top players are all bloodshot and, <laughs> and dragging themselves into the gym. I I could get the team there. I just couldn't keep them in. You couldn't keep it at, at night, though. No, yeah, once the nightlife hit, that was and and that was the thing is the party life in Minot of, of the four cities, uh, major cities in North Dakota: Grand Forks, uh, Fargo, Bismarck, and Minot. Minot mm-hmm. always had the wildest nightlife. And, really? Yeah, and so it was never tr- – you could always get a team up there. You could get a dozen guys to go, but you couldn't keep them in the motel <laughs> once the games were done. Yeah, it happened. Yeah. It happened. And that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> that's it. Delve into it. So what do you think of that, Raven? You ever party in Minot, North Dakota? I have not. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Smart move. Yeah, uh, yeah. So anyway, that's about what I got going on. Any any Dale? You got any any, any motorsports wrestling going on? Any that kind of thing? Bill saw some wrestling here last week or two. Yeah, I saw some below zero. That was entertaining. Yeah, some family members. He was he was up to Winnipeg to watch his granddaughter skate and throw some elbows on the hockey uh, in the, playing some hockey against Canadian girls, I guess. Yeah, the indie wrestling scene in Fargo is huge. I wanted to catch a Blow Zero show. Probably, well, they do about, what, a show or two a month or so, right? Well, I don't know. They they kind of try to spread it out. Mm-hmm. Where I know Time Bomb, I think they do a show once every month or every other month. But they're good times on there, and they share they're some. They're supposed to have another one coming up pretty mm-hmm. soon, too, in Fargo, and they're doing it at outside at one of the, the uh, breweries. I know the next Time Bomb show is at the Aquarium in Fargo, and that's without a ring. I, saw, I went to one of their no ring shows in Grand Forks earlier this year, and do a wrestling show without a ring is pretty pretty wicked. <laughs> but, I mean, as far as other wrestling stuff goes, they, both of the major promotions did uh, big pay-per-views last weekend. Uh, I guess the main highlights from those was uh, in WWE, Brock Lesnar made Cody Rhodes pass out. That was actually a pretty, <clears throat> pretty fun match. And, uh, and then Roman Reigns and his and uh, Solo, they were unable to capture the tag team titles. That was a that watching of the whole Bloodline feud in WWE has been one of the few big highlights from there. And then AEW was just an overbooked nonsense of a show. A few interesting things in there, but for the most part, just garbage. <laughs> it was one that was being a lot of feedback on mine. Is that's probably one of their worst big pay per views yet. But a few good things were on there, but I won't go into the details. And uh, in motorsports, uh, you know, so for the Outlaws tomorrow. Uh, Indianapolis, Joseph Newgarden, give him a shout out for winning Indy 500. I watched, I actually watched the whole race. Uh, he did an awesome last lap pass. Uh, there was some cautions there, and they ended up making it. So it was just a, after the, all these cautions in the last like 10 laps, they made it. So just one lap, final lap, a shootout. And uh, 
Newgarden passed uh, last year's winner, Marcus Erickson, on the last lap. It was a really, really cool race. And then in F1, Monaco Grand Prix. Monaco Grand Prix is always a trip to watch. There was a few years ago when I was doing some games media coverage where I had to review a few F1 games. And I, the, doing the Monaco course was always a trick because the tracks, they wouldn't allow another F for a new F1 track to be approved because there are so many narrow corridors in there. It's like almost impossible to pass because it's going through, through the streets of Monaco. And uh, it's just... And there was a big rainstorm in, like, the back half of the race. And from, like, I highly recommend anyone going to see the F1 highlights on YouTube and watch laps, like, highlights from laps 51 through 58. The ca- the cars were, like, you know, like, if you- have you ever put a puppy on a slip and slide and just kind of watch them go just sc- <laughs> scatter around? Like, the cars were like that. They were, like, going super s- as slow as an F1 car could. And they're just, like, bouncing off the walls. It's a miracle somehow only one car retired in that race. But uh, it was, for like 10 laps, it was just absolute uh, just madness going on. And, yeah, and, I mean, otherwise it was just Max Verstappen getting another big victory. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got for you. Yeah, can you hear the excitement in his voice? When he talks about car racing oh, and boy, wrestling, he does. He gets, he's on it. He gets jacked ooh, up. His, his, Monaco Grand Prix, ooh, good his, stuff. His, his eyes just light up. He's like a kid in a candy store. Oh, yeah, you can tell. It's like Monty and the Yankees. That's right. The Yankees in, in Coors Field this summer is going to be something. Oh, yeah. That's um, right. Here's corn. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and, and uh, so I'm going to update real quick. Uh, end of one, Denver 29, Miami Heat 20, and that's all the sports I got. Oh. Bill, you got anything going on? No, I I guess I'm definitely interested in that ball game. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll catch it. We'll, uh, and then uh, the, the uh, delectable, delightful Raven. Anything else you got going? No. Anybody want to beat up or anything like that? No, I should not. I'll, I'll leave that. I'm touching that. Don't touch that. Don't, don't touch she's that. Got, Look out, Paul. She, she's got a list. She's got a list. Watch Paul's out. Paul's not on that list. Oh. <laughs> That's all I got, Supersonic. All right. Anything out there? I got Rip will be back next week. All so, right. Uh, Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rip will be back. He's done with college. You got your uh, wrap-up there, Monty? Oh, yeah. I got to do that. Okay, I'm going to hit the wrap-up. Thanks a lot, Steve. Um, Take care, bud. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's Fork Sports Highway. Catch us live every Thursday at 6.30 right here on Grand Fork's Best Source, live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch, and every other social media app. If you missed us live, find our archives by searching GFBS on your favorite podcast streaming our social media apps we're everywhere support gfbs by leaving us a five-star review on google or checking out the donate link on the top of www.gfbestsource.com website that's all for today we'll see you next week thanks a lot again to our uh keith cummings and uh kelly out there thanks for listening in and uh commenting we always look forward to that who won the tickets to the movie uh uh alice from hillsborough Alice from Hillsboro. Well, there All you right, go. Alice. Brew Brothers at 9 o'clock. Brew Brothers at 9 o'clock. Uh, new craft beer show on GFBS. Oh, yeah, that's right. We've got a... <laughs> I almost forgot again. Uh, don't forget to listen after we're off the air here. There's a uh, the Brew Brothers. That's a uh, craft beer show with uh, some really fun characters and some real potent beer. And so catch we'll, up with... The Dirty Thursday, too. Oh, yeah, Dirty Thursday. Yep, follow up on that. Uh, the link there, the the, rest, the racing show uh, with John Roberts, and that's all I've got. Raven, say goodnight. Good night, everyone. William, the good legend. Good night, Monty. All right, we'll see you next week.